This is Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Today I'm going to talk about the Christian home. And the song we sang, Dean, was exactly what I wanted to preach about today. So I never told Dean about this song. In fact, this is the first time I hear this song. It's in the our book. What? Well, I want to read a few verses from the uh, letter of Paul to Timothy. I, I think read them every year during Mother's Day. So let's uh, open to Second Timothy chapter one, chapter one. Paul writing Timothy verse first uh, chapter verse five. First chapter verse five. And this verse says, "For I am mindful." Paul writing to his spiritual son Timothy I am mindful of the sincere faith within you which first dwelt in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice and I am sure that it is in you as well godly mothers the Christian home today. I want to talk a little bit about the Christian home and hopefully we'll get you out on time to enjoy your families. When the will of Henry Hines, you know you still buy ketchup, Hines ketchup and something like this. When his will, he was a wealthy distributor of the famous 57 varieties line was read, it was found to contain the following confession. Looking forward to the time when my earthly career will end, I desire to set forth at the very beginning of this will as the most important item in it, a confession of my faith in Jesus Christ, my Savior. I also desire to bear witness to the fact that throughout my life, in which there were unusual joys and sorrows, I have been wonderfully sustained by my faith in God through Jesus Christ. This legacy was left me by my consecrated mother, a woman of strong faith, and to it I attribute any success I have attained. Theodore Roosevelt once said, when all is said, it is the mother. And the mother only, who is a better citizen than the soldier who fights for his country. The mother is the one supreme asset of the national life. She is more important by far than the successful statesman or businessman or artist or scientist. Yes, I say, it is the mother that makes the difference. You agree with that? Mother's big responsibility. We know it made a difference in Timothy's life. Those verses I read to you. He was born, reared, and instructed in a godly home. His grandmother and mother's faith became his personal faith. 
His faith, faith was so vital to his life that it over flourished his life for the rest of his days. What makes a Christian home? I want to give you a few signs. And I hope you detect them and apply them to your homes. I'm sure they are with our godly mothers. A Christian home, first sign, is love. A Christian home is therefore a home in which Jesus is loved as Lord. His word obeyed and worshipped, and praise rendered to him as the way of life. It is also loving each other. And it is not the sentimental love we're talking about, or the selfish love, but a growing, maturing attitude of thoughtfulness and considerations toward each other in the household. It is the love that seeks to give to another basic needs without looking for anything in return. And who is rightly equipped? Let me ask you this question. Who is rightly equipped and has the heart better than the mother? Someone wrote, Her love is like an island in life's ocean. Vast and wide. A peaceful, quiet shelter from the wind and rain and tide. That's mother. It behooves us on this great day in this precious land of ours to show immense respect and appreciation for our mothers who sacrifice their lives to raise men and women to serve God and country. Victoria Farnworth, we have a Victoria, just listen, Victoria. Farnworth wrote, not until I became a mother, did I understand how much my mother has sacrificed for me. Not until I became a mother, did I feel how hurt my mother was when I disobeyed. Not until I became a mother, did I know how proud my mother was when I achieved. Not not until I became a mother did I realize how much my mother loves me. Mother's love. Unselfish love. I watched I see it in our home. I visit My daughter, I say that, Natalie, and if I may take away 
some take away a little bit Taylor this morning. I visit her and I see the love. Not that you don't have them, but these are the visits. I, I see them, they're close to me. I see them deprive themselves from lunch to give lunch to their kids and postpone everything that they need to do sometimes waiting on their children. That's mother's love. Mothers, you have done it. You're all doing it. And I hope you will continue because there isn't anything that substitutes for the love of mother. Amen. It is the Bible's description, and please listen, of real love. And it is the love of 1 Corinthians 13. Bill quoted last week. Where love is personal, patient, selfless, and lasting. It never gives up and cares more for others than for self. That's what I meant by saying this. It's the mother. And mothers, my word for you, under the sign of love, now is the time to love. In a world that has denied themselves for love. In a world that is growing with hatred today. Everywhere. All over the world. This is the time where you should give love to your children, to your husband, and show what motherhood is. Tomorrow, tomorrow, mothers, the baby won't be rocked. The toddler won't be asking why. And the schoolboy won't need help with his lesson. Nor will he bring his school friends home to play with and have fun. Tomorrow, the teenager will have made his major decision. And tomorrow, and soon, sooner than you think, they'll be gone. But love will stay forever. Love today. Love today. A Christian home. First sign is love. Keep that love going. Regardless. The second sign, and it's so distinctive, is happiness. Are you happy at home? Are you happy at home? And let me tell you where you will find it. In a nutshell, in one word, happiness where Christ is. Period. Period. Without Christ, there is no happiness. Joy is a mark of the Christian life. It is. Regardless of what you go through. The Bible says, these things, Jesus speaking, I have spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you 
and that your joy might be full. And that joy, the source of that joy, comes from the Lord Jesus Christ. God is looking today for godly mothers. And a godly mother brings happiness to the household. The Christian home needs today mothers who knew the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior. And when the Lord is in the heart, there is happiness. And then the mother, you know, sets the tone of the household. If the mother is happy, everybody's happy. Yes or no? Men. And you can't make a mother happy. Gifts are good. But first and foremost, the mother, men, needs your love. And they'll be happy. Satisfaction doesn't come from things in the world. Satisfaction for mothers comes from the Lord. And then they are satisfied in bringing the kids. No matter where the kids are obedient or disobedient. Did you hear that? I've seen disobedient kids. And you know what? And I watch them almost every day. And they repent ten times a day and they go back to the same things. And then the mother is smiling and rejoicing that God has given her these children. Why? Because the source of happiness is in Jesus Christ. The Christian home thrills with joy and laughter. It's because Christ is reigning in this household. Christ lives there. So, mothers, rejoice. I know we have many mothers this afternoon now. We have many mothers. And they are Christian mothers. Okay? There should be always be a smile on your face. Sometimes your children disobey you and there is no smile. Keep smiling as much as you can during that hour. And rejoice that the Lord has given you wonderful children to enjoy. The Bible says the joy of the Lord is your strength. Did you ever think of that, mothers? You're strong if you have the joy of the Lord. And keep that. A happy home is where the family life also is strong in spite of the enemy. Where members are content and rejoicing in their lot. The mother who is content with her life and her role projects joy, happiness to her household, and her husband is always happy. Her husband does not hear her complaints. She has no objection to the honorable destiny 
God has given her by the Almighty. Her satisfaction is to bring to this world godly children. That's a happy home. When you see your children singing hymns at home. And humming things and telling stories from the Bible. Instead of singing other songs. And it's disobeying you all the time. Oh, may the Lord help each and every mother to be satisfied with her children when she brings them to be godly children. No other satisfaction can compare to a godly child when he sits and tells the story of Moses and David and all other things from the Bible instead of telling stories of the world. And you know what's happening in our society today and in our families. The family is broken today, and you agree with me, the family is broken today because Christ is not in the home. I am mindful, Paul says, of the sincere faith within you. Where did you learn it? When you were still, still a little baby, you learn it from your grandmother. Thank God for grandmother. And your mother. And I'm sure this faith will be and is in you as well. You want your children? You want to be proud of your children? You want them to be men and women serving God and serving their country? Do you want them to, to grow up faithful, honorable young ladies making being wonderful mothers in the future, wonderful fathers, teach them the word of God. Give them the milk of the word of God. And be strict. There's nothing wrong with that. Be strict with that. He is the source. And please do it. My third word and last word. The third sign of a Christian home is a long-term investment that pays. Keep Christ at home. Its dividend is assured. Its market value is always appreciating rather than depreciating. Granted, granted, not everyone can become a president or an all-American athlete or a well-known society person or, if you will please, if you consider this an honor, a politician, God bless them all, or a prominent personality. But all have the chance and the choice to do something creative. To marry. Bring children to this world. And build a Christian home. People say it's easy. And they think so. 
Building Christian home is not easy, but it's the most honorable thing you can do, mothers. You are home. You are the foundation. You bring the children. You spend more time with the children than their fathers. And all depends on what you feed them. And may may I ask you a question. What are you feeding your children today? No other field, no matter where you go for to work, no other field can make such a contribution as the field of motherhood. Because it brings great dividends to the household, to society, to your community, to your society, and to the whole nation. The future depends on you, mothers. And thank God for the godly mothers that we have. And I pray that you will continue your work, your task, your responsibility until the Lord comes. Amen. Who's the key person beside the Lord Jesus Christ who builds? Who's the key person in the household? Who's the builder? The mother. Building Christian homes is building communities. It affects everything else. This is the foundation. And you're responsible for it. And it is the only solution to our many ailments that we have today in our society. You want to know where we're going? Go to a school. Don't go far. Go to a school. And look at the recess, what happens in the school. And see how the children are behaving. And I say I see them every day because I walk there. I take my exercise around a school. And I see things I don't want to see. I see attitudes I don't like. I hear words I don't want to hear. And where, where did they come from? And we blame the school, right? We blame the school. Let's not go far. Before we blame the school, where did they come from? Families, homes. What are they taught? What are they fed? Are we raising men and women for the future? And I say, and when I see them, I said, these are going to be senators. These are going to be in, in Congress. And one of them maybe is going to be a president in the future. I said, what, what's happening here? What is happening here? Mothers, you have a great responsibility. Everything starts at home. You build them at home. You teach them at home. You raise them at home. And you invest in them. And sometimes you feel like you are, your, your heart is, is aching. Keep going. Press on. Don't give up. If you have a disobedient child, 
uh, try to make him obedient. Oh no, we don't, we don't discipline, discipline your child. Caught me. Discipline your child. You don't need to, to wait for daddy to come back in the evening. He would have forgotten. And you would have gone back to being the loving mother. Never mind, this time I'm not going to tell his daddy. Well, when it is hot, do it. I watch it almost every day. Oh, how much godly mothers are needed for this generation. Aren't we in need of them? How much we need to honor them. How much we need to discipline our children. Mothers, keep doing it. To become men and women of honor and dignity. They cry now. But when they grow up, they will look back and say, Thank God for mother. I'm not taking anything from fathers. This is Mother's Day, remember. We honor them. How wonderful that my mother did not let me do this or that. How many times mothers have regretted to give their children what they want. And there is nothing that kills a child's future than, worse than, giving them what they want. Because they don't know what they need. And you know. And stick to your guns. Even if you have to do that. How much we need to appreciate mothers today. And honor them. Go out and honor your mother. When Abraham Lincoln. Received the telegram. Announcing. His nomination for president. Of the United States. He arose. He was with friends. He arose. He didn't say one word. He arose. Put on his hat. You know about his hat. Right? And coat. And said to his friends. There is a little woman at home. Who would like to hear this. She raised him. He said, this is the time to go and say thank you, mother. Lincoln's mother had a great godly influence on him, and he never forgot it. Was he a great president? Never forgot. You want your children to grow up and never forget you. Influence them. Discipline them. Influence them with your godly life, your godly behavior. And in the future, it will pay dividends. Remember, don't say I'm going to raise a statesman, a politician, a mayor, a governor, even a president. Let your motto be, I want to raise them to be men and women of God. End of story. Yes, a Christian home is where we prepare our children for their destination.
Remember that. We are packing up our kids to head for life. The responsibility is enormous. And the mother, mother must carry the brunt of it. You do. She is the one who is always around to love. To encourage. To discipline. And to raise. During the 18 or 20 years. They live under our roofs. Our task is to equip them with all they need to go as God's people through the rest of their lives. And they are going to be after 20 years without us at their side. So, but what you have instilled in them when they were growing early in life will stay with them for the rest of their lives. And they go without our dollars anymore, right? Our direction or discipline and our devotion to God. Remember that. Remember, time to love is now. Time to discipline is now. Time to invest in them is now. And on this very, very special day, let us honor our godly mothers who work day and night to bring to this world honorable men and women, useful for the future. Let's not forget to instill in them the essential godly quality a Christian home provides and a godly mother to guide. So they may face, they may face the new world, college and after college, with faith in Christ. Determination to practice what they've learned from mother with courage and dignity. Yes, this investment pays great dividends. The preacher G. Campbell Morgan, some of you know about him, had four sons, all of whom were preachers. The youngest son, Howard, considered a fine preacher, once took his father's place in the United States while his father had to travel to London to preach. Someone came and asked him, Howard, who is the greatest preacher in your family? Without a moment's hesitation, he answered, my mother. Sometimes men and women who never stand behind a pulpit, preach the greatest sermons through living out the word of God in their daily lives. Mothers, we thank you for showing us Christ's love, his joy, and true Christian values in your home and in your life. These are solid foundations to build upon and succeed in this passing world. Mothers, you have an enormous task. And we appreciate you, your love and kindness and sacrifices, sacrifice you are making for your husbands and your children and most of all for your Savior who will never forget your labor 
and your dedication to him. Amen. Have a happy Mother's Day. Have a happy Mother's Day. Let's not forget. We have precious, precious treasures in your hands. How would you like to handle them? Let's bow our heads for prayers. On this day where our nation celebrates Mother's Day, oh Father, we thank you that we can take the time for 20 minutes or 25 minutes and to say thank you for Mother. We thank you for our mothers. We thank you for the mothers we have here. We thank you for the mothers that went home before us. We thank you for each and every one of them. You gave them the heart. And you gave them the love. You gave them the sacrificial love to raise men and women for the future. May these men and women who are growing up here in the church and everywhere else in our nation be men of God first and women of dignity and honor. May you bless each and every household and help us as we celebrate today to remember that you are the builder. You are our foundation. And when a mother builds on you, when a household is built on you, there is no way under the sun for this household to go astray. Bless this congregation. Bless today in our lives, Lord, and help us as we go out to show the world true Christianity and honor our wives and mothers for what they are doing. Dismiss us, we pray, in Jesus' name, our Lord and Savior. Amen.